thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, research from the Journal of the Endocrine Society has shown that the ketogenic diet, or keto diet, may lower testosterone levels in women with polycystic ovarian syndrome, or PCOS, potentially influencing their fertility. PCOS is characterized by elevated levels of testosterone, irregular periods, and large ovaries, with many small follicles. Researchers found that the keto diet may help women lose weight and maintain weight loss, improve their fertility, optimize their cholesterol levels, and normalize their menstrual cycles. Study author Karniza Khalid said, We found an association between the ketogenic diet and improvement in reproductive hormone levels, which influence fertility, in women with PCOS. These findings have important clinical implications, especially for endocrinologists, gynecologists, and dietitians who, in addition to medical treatment, should carefully plan and customize individual diet recommendations for women with PCOS. The study found that women with PCOS who were on the keto diet for at least 45 days saw significant weight loss and an improvement in their reproductive hormone levels. Their follicle-stimulating hormone ratio was lower, meaning they had a better chance of ovulating, and they had lower testosterone levels, which could help with other symptoms of excess male sex hormones. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is that, well, it makes sense. You know, we know that healthy fats are precursors to steroid hormones, so they're vitally important for the hormone balance in the body, particularly the reproductive hormone balance in the body. We know that excess body weight can disrupt hormone balance. We know that excessive carbohydrates can disrupt your hormone balance. And so from that perspective, the keto diet approach does make a lot of sense. I think it'd be interesting to look more closely into this uh, to see the long-term effects you know, do they have to stay on the ketogenic diet or can they revert back to a more balanced, healthy diet once they've returned to normal? As well as that, what would be the effect of cutting out processed and excessive carbohydrates without going quite so low carb as a ketogenic diet? You know, is it possible to remove the excessive carbohydrates, to remove the processed carbohydrates of the diet, perhaps include some more healthy whole foods and get similar effects without going the full-blown keto approach? But I don't know the answer to that. It may be that keto is what you need to do. And if it is, then once again, it would be interesting to see whether that's something you need to do in the short term in order to reverse those trends, or is it something you'd need to maintain in the long term in order to keep those hormones healthy and to manage the PCOS? So I think more study needed here, but I think it's a great start. I do think that this is a great intervention, you know, a great possibility for people with PCOS. I think if you are one of the 10% of women of childbearing age suffering from PCOS, then the ketogenic diet might just be worth a trial. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation about this or any other episode of This Week in Wellness, join my Healthy Lifestyle Choices Facebook group or find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.